Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people I'm J-Star, you know it's nice to meet ya 7.45am, catch me on the morning meetup Hosted by David Shane's Okay, so today we're talking about how to make money. Okay, if you don't know how to make money, you really, really want to take notes and you want to lock in and this is going to be something that everybody can use because making money is relative, first off, but we really, really got to understand how to make money. We were reading in the book today. I thought this was cool. Actually, chapter nine, I thought this was really, really cool. Moral, is this nine or ten? Is not, I really want to find the one I, I highlighted from chapter nine. That joint was fire. The poor do not need charity. They need inspiration. Charity only sends them a loaf of bread to keep them alive in their wretchedness or gives them an entertainment, gives them an entertainment to make them forget for an hour or two. But inspiration will cause them to rise out of their misery. If you want to help the poor, demonstrate to them that they can become rich. Prove it by getting rich yourself, okay? So um, just throw it in the chat. If you will be rich, throw it in the chat. I will be rich. I will be rich. I'm going to be rich. I, some people like want to use wealthy. It's cool, but I like the word rich. It just sounds stronger. And by definition, rich and wealthy is the same word. If you look in the dictionary, it's just the same thing. But, you know, for my, my viewers, like, that's deep. They'll say, yo, I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. It's all good. Whatever you want to be, just put it in the chat. Um, you will be rich. So here's here's the first thing. We got to decide. Not decide, but we have to ask ourselves, what is money? What is money? Now, I'm not going like definition and I'm not taking you like beginner stage of what is money in terms of what you're thinking I'm saying, but I'm saying, what is money? Like when you say, oh, I got money. What does that mean exactly? To you, to you. When I said that, when I said Oh, I got money. When I was 17, me saying I have money today is different. You got to clear up the definition. So when you get a, um, you get a paycheck, let's say your paycheck is normally $600, but you worked overtime and your paycheck now is $1,000. Well, you like, oh, I got money this week. We got, I mean, we got money. Or you be like, yo, I ain't got no money. I ain't, I ain't got no bread like that. The, 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 the idea of having money and not having money should change as you get older. So we say, oh, I, I, I got money this week. What does that mean? What number is that? Just think about it for a second. Just think about it for a second. What's money? And what's ain't no money? You might um, get a client and the client pays you a thousand dollars. You like, woo, I got some bread on me. That I, I made a little bag. Like, let's just let's just decide what a bag is for you. What is a bag? Like if you got if you got an influx of money, you say, I got a bag, what does that mean exactly? And what is ain't no money? You'll get to a point, somebody give you 20 grand, you're like, I ain't no money. I mean, I got 50 grand, but I ain't no money. We just gotta we gotta define it, and I'll go through this. I talk I talk on it a lot, but we gotta raise our zero. Okay, we have to raise our zero. When you say you're broke, does that mean you have zero dollars in the bank? Does zero mean you have zero? Do you, like does broke mean I have no money? Some people, when they get down to their last ten thousand, they feel broke. 
Now, some people, when they have zero dollars, they are broke. Some people, when they have $10,000, they feel broke. I ain't got no money. There is another group of people, if they feel themselves getting down to their last 100,000, they get nervous. Why? Because 100,000 is their zero. Right now, some people listening to this, your zero might be zero. Like when you have zero, you have nothing. You are broke when you have nothing. Some of you, you when you get to that thousand dollars, you see your, your account slip under four figures and it's like nine, 16, you're like, oh, I'm nervous. I, I need to do something about it. That's your zero. So a thousand dollars is your zero. When zero used to be your zero, but now a thousand is your zero. Eventually 10,000 will be your zero. Eventually 100,000 will be your zero. I have nothing. I better do something. If I'm down to this last million dollars, some things got to change. I deployed all my money. I'm broke. So we just got to like, just start to think in terms of what is ain't no money. And we got to raise that. All right. So let's get into it. How to make money. Uh, you have to have a product, service, or skill set. Let's just start right there. You got to have a product, service, or skill set. Does the market need it and does it solve a problem? Your product, service, or skill set. Let's talk about product and service. Skill set, the only thing I can really think of that's not like a service or a product is like trading. And that's a really, really cool skill set because you don't need nobody. You're not selling nothing to nobody. It's just a skill set. You understand how to read these charts and things of that nature. But we're going to focus on products and services, okay? Does the market need it? And does it solve a problem? Change our mindset too. I don't care if the market wants it. Your mindset should say the market needs it. Okay. I know um, I have a friend that has an ice cream shop. Uh, and she has a really, really good ice cream shop. The ice cream shop is like the ice cream is good, right? However, some people might look at it and say, well, that is not a need, that's a want, right? Is ice cream a need or a want? In the mindset of the want, it's like, yo, people are gonna come in here because it's a benefit to them. But if she's looking at it as a need, meaning people need this to be happy, this fills a, this fills a gap. People need what I have. It's not a want. Come on, man. I know. I know. My people that are like healthy and they eat vegetables all day and they don't eat anything that's not good for them. Yes, maybe their body's functioning, but it's not good for your emotions. And your emotions are more important than your body. I don't know. I don't know how we would frame that, but it needs to be a need. Food brings people together. You cannot have a complete date without dessert. Am I right? It's not a want. It's a need. And when you start looking at your product or service as a need, as a need, I want this, the whole date is incomplete without ice cream. Okay, I know you had your Brussels sprouts and you had your baked chicken with like no seasoning because you wanted to be healthy. 
But like, I think one of the things that's going on in your mental health is the fact that you ain't got ice cream. And she needs to convince herself. I don't know. I'm just making it up. But that she needs to convince herself that the thing that I'm offering is needed, not wanted. I say people need the morning meetup. This is not a, this is not a luxury. I say people need to have a podcast or you will be broke in the next five years. If you don't build a brand through a podcast online, you are headed for tragedy. This is how I'm approaching the thing. Talk to my sister, Terika. She's not going to tell you that um, if you want some real estate, you should have it. She says, and she will fight you for this. You need to have real estate to build wealth. And that's the thing that drives our energy. That's how we make money. This is how you make money. You have to convince yourself that the thing that you're providing is a need in the marketplace. Okay, cool. One, does the market need it? Does it solve a problem, right? Number two, you don't mind providing it. You don't provide, you don't mind providing this product or service. Um, I would hate to be in an industry or I, I don't I don't think it would succeed necessarily if I had a liquor brand. Because I know how alcohol affected me and I've seen it affect other people in a negative way. This this is not something I wouldn't mind providing. I, I really don't I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to find myself in an industry selling something. That goes against what I believe. So I believe, let's not just go after the money. Like, let's think, think of something that you don't mind providing for people. Listen, I don't mind doing this morning meetup. Why? Because I can give a lot of value. Once it, People are like, yo, how do you do it every day? I can give people a lot of value in the very beginning of this of, of the day, and I ain't got to do nothing else. I can go spend time with my family. My, my wife said, hey, what's our plans for today? I said, nothing. You know what she said to me? She said, oh my gosh, that is the best answer you could have came up with. I just said it. She's like, yo, what, we got, what do you have planned for the day? Because nor I'm normally like working and mixed. I said, man, we're going to spend time with these kids. And we're going to spend time with her parents and um, nothing. Whatever you decide, let's just do it. Well, that comes from me providing immense value once a day in the morning. Because I created a product or service that I don't mind offering to people. I don't mind it. It's, it's not consuming my life. And I don't have to be a fraud. I'm only teaching you all the stuff that I learned that worked for me. So some of you might be in a space that it's, it's it, it, and I'm not saying the business that you're involved in has to feel good. But you do at some point have to like say, I, I don't mind providing this product or service. Okay. These are kind of the first steps of how to make money. Okay. And, and the product or service, take this note, it's never complete or at its best. We're just talking about the product or service, right? So it needs to fill, the, fill a need in the marketplace. You don't mind providing it. And it's never complete or at its best. We always have to continue to innovate, improve. It's never at its best. That's why car companies come out with a different version of the car every four years. But every year they're like, okay, this is the 19, this is the 2021, then the 2022 version, the 2023 version. 
They make small tweaks. They keep the body style the same because they believe they got the body style right. I got this body style right in this vehicle. But they're gonna make changes because it's never complete or at its best. And then four years go by and then they change the whole body style because that body style, uh, it doesn't work anymore. You have to continue to innovate. Change up my, my website every few years. Change up my branding every few years. I'm doing some stuff. Like we're, cha we're changing things about the morning meetup as you speak. We are on a call every day trying to figure out how to make it complete or at its best. But I understand it's never going to be complete or at its best. I can just complete it for right now. But the fact that it's not complete or at its best doesn't mean we don't hit the market with it. It just means it's just not complete. We just got to continue to, to produce it, okay? So, so we just got to, how to make money, number one is we have to have a product, service, or skill set. Product, service, or skill set, okay? Number two, take that product or service and package it. We have to take the product or service and package it. You can't hand people water even though they need it. If you sell water, you can't say, here, here's some water. And you like pour it in their hand. Now I know, contrary to popular belief, or what you've seen in the club, you can't just pour the drink in people's mouths. <laughs> Even though they need it or want it. You can't, you can't do that. You can when uh, Dreams and Nightmares come on. You know what I mean? That's the only song that actually gets people going like that. But you can't have a you can't have liquor and just give it to people. It has to be in a package. It has to be in a bottle. So right now, right now, I have a product or service that is not packaged properly right now, today. And it's a new business and so we're figuring out the best way to package it. My, my new studio, when people rent it out, we don't have the, 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 the packaging to deliver it to somebody properly. So the way we're invoicing people is very, it's extremely ghetto, okay? Hey guys, y'all know, y'all do know that I ain't got it all together, right? <laughs> so some of the things that I have are packaged right. So I'm not I'm not being hypocritical. So some of the things that we have are packaged correctly. Like Morning Meetup, we've worked well on packaging this thing, right? It's the service and it's packaged with, okay, this is the call that you get. This is the time you'll get an email. We, we actually packaged it further by putting it in an app because now I can say, go to the website, or download the app and you'll receive the package. But some of us, but, but this new studio that I have, the way we're delivering the service is out of order and we're working on it. We're working on the packaging. Y'all not judge me, right? Y'all not, uh, <laughs> I, I will listen. I will be the first to tell you that I do not have it all together. But because I'm always looking to improve, eventually it will get there. Eventually, give us a week or two and maybe a month. I don't know. Depending on you try something and then it doesn't work. And, okay, that packaging isn't right. Okay, you put the water in a, in a bottle and you realize, oh, crap, the bottle doesn't fit in anybody's uh, a cup holder. So the packaging's wrong. I can't take it on the go. Imagine that. You, you have a, a, a bottled water company or a bottled beverage company 
and you realize the bottom of it is too big and it doesn't fit in most uh, cup holders. Or, or, which is even worse, I think, is when the bottle is too small and it just like jumps around and it's like, you've got me to believe that I should put this in here, but now that I drive, it's all over the place. So I'd rather it too big and I know that it doesn't fit in there and I just put it in my seat comfortably and put the seatbelt on my drink. But that's you having a product, but you have to keep refining it because you have to put it in a package that, that makes it easy for people to receive, okay? You can't hand people water, okay? There's, there's, I think there's four uh, purposes of packaging a product. What? It's containment, protection, convenience, and communication. Containment, meaning put it all in something that can be received. Cool? Protection. You have to put a barrier between the product and the environment. You have to confine the product so that people see this one product in this pack. Oh, this is the stuff that comes in it. Creating a barrier between the product itself and the outside world. So this product has a parameter around it. I get it. Okay, so next is convenience. For you and them, it's easier to sell and easier for people to buy once you, like the packaging is for convenience. So it's easy to deliver. If there's a box, you can hand it to somebody and it's convenient for people to receive it. Now, the last part is communication. It wraps all the information needed around the product. The way it looks, colors, et cetera, all that communication stuff, everything about your packaging of the product says something about you. The colors of the website, the color of the box, the words on there, it communicates. You might have a phrase on there that's not resonating and you got to change the phrase. And your tagline. This is the reason we got to package our product or service. Hey, if y'all with me, say I'm with you. If you're with me, I'm say I'm with you. I, it seems like kind of elementary, but it, it may be kind of complex. I'm just saying, you, whatever you're going to deliver to the world, one, you have to first decide on what it is. What is the product or service? And two, you have to take the product and package it. Cool? You can't just... There's a... Um, there are trainers that um, their product or service isn't packaged well. Meaning you have to talk to them. And you say, hey, can you train me? And you say, yeah, I can train you. How much is it? They say, well, what you need? And then you're like, all right, well, I really, I really want to drop 30 pounds. And they're like, all right, well, meet me at the gym. And you're like, what gym? I'll give you the address. Cool. And then you get there and y'all still haven't talked about numbers. You're like, okay, how much is this? And then at the end of it, after their first session, they say, all right, I'm going to send you an invoice. And they send you an invoice. You're like, dang, I didn't even know this is the price. Or you ask, yeah, okay, well, how do you want me to pay you? I'm cool with the price. And they say, well, cash at me. It's just not, it's not packaged well. So I, I'm not attacking anybody. Like we're working on our products, our, our system for this new studio that we have. And it, it's somewhat similar to what I just described. It's not packaged well. Does that make sense? What it looks like to package it well says, this is what I provide, this many sessions, this is the price for how long. Packaging. This particular gym, it's all on a website or all on a link that you're distributing. 
How many people have an issue with packaging? Throw it in the chat. How many people have an issue with packaging? Just be honest. I, I, only reason I say it, I be trying to be as transparent to y'all too. Like, I, this stuff ain't easy. It has to be done, but the stuff ain't easy. You understand? Okay, good, good. Okay, all right, cool, cool. So let's work on our packaging. What we do, what it says, all that kind of cool stuff, all right? So the next thing, we got to take that package and practice. So you have a product or service. We take that product or service and package it. We take that packaging and practice. Practice the handling, practice the distribution, practice communication of the product. You have to engage the market with the product. The only way you can continue to evolve your product is you have to engage. You have, and, but look at it as practice, okay? If you're looking at it as, um, if you're looking at it as, yo, when I drop this product, I'll make a million dollars. It's going to be lit. It's up. Well, you're going to miss out on a lot. And I say you're going to miss out on a lot because you have to, you'll, you'll be disappointed because you thought it was perfect when really you just need to be practicing. Sometimes you practice your approach. And if your approach doesn't get a, a good uh, reception, then you practice something else. And that's the way you continue to get better. You have to take this product that you package and take it to the marketplace. And when people ask you, when people say they don't want to buy, you need to ask them why they didn't buy because this is just practice. If you understand it's just practice, you won't be just you won't be as disappointed when people don't buy. If you're with me, say I'm with you. If you're with me, say I'm with you. You have to engage the market. The more you engage the market, the better you get at it. Listen, our, our YouTube channel and our podcast keeps growing. It keeps growing. Why? Because I'm practicing all the time. We're putting products out. We're putting like thumbnails out there. I gave my team a thumbnail name. A name because the thumbnail is always different than the title on our YouTube and our podcast for various reasons. But I put a thumbnail. I, I told my team, this is what I want on the thumbnail. He makes it exactly how I said. And I looked at it. I'm like, dang, we got to change it. We got to change it. Because I see something. I'm always looking to improve. I see something. We got to change it. So, Trey changed it. And it looks great. And we'll try that. We've got a title on there. We'll keep the title on there. We'll try that. But I'm saying we're going to try it. Because we're still practicing. I'm not putting it out there saying, oh, this is the best title. This is the best thumbnail. If I don't see it performing, if it's not performing well, I'm going to change the title and I'm going to change the thumbnail because it's all practice. We have to keep evolving the product or service. This is how you make money. This is how you make money. You don't just have a product without packaging. You don't have a product and package product. You don't have a product and then a package product without practicing, hitting the market, seeing what's working, seeing what's not working. You can't make money that way. Next, you should take that practice and it should be increasingly productive though. You have to be getting better. The grind ain't going to get you rich. The grind alone ain't going to get you rich. Throw that in the chat. The grind won't get you rich. 
it's the it's the increase in productivity from the practice of hitting the market. You have to watch what you're doing. Is the stuff working? One of the major issues as entrepreneurs we face is we hit the market with a product and we're selling it and we're grinding and people don't buy and we get discouraged because we're giving it all we have. And it hurts, especially when all we have isn't working. All you have right now is not enough to get you rich. Trust me. All that you have right now, whoever you are right now, you are where you are because of who you are right now. You will be who you will become by who you become in the future. I'm not saying you got to change your name or change who you are. I'm just saying you have to grow. You have to evolve. By next week, you should be thinking differently than this week. Yo, on our, yo, we got a call every single morning and we're looking at stuff. We don't just come up with a plan and say, all right, there's the plan. And we run the plan. Every day, we're checking to see if the plan yesterday worked today. Am I lying, Brand? Am I making this up? I don't. Every day. Every day. And, and if we're not monitoring it, things can slip and we won't understand why they're slipping. And then me as a leader, I would be inclined to blame the person. Yo, Cynthia, it's not working. You came with this plan, it's not working. I can't, we can't do this anymore. That'd be stupid. We all, we all have to like put it out there and then figure out is the thing working and then check on it and, and not, not be so prideful to say, oh, because I made it, it should be working. And then we blame outside forces other than ourselves and our own ability to check to see if the thing that we put out there is working. We blame the market. We blame our friends. It is the stupidest thing to get mad at your friends for not buying your product or service. If your product or service is something that they need, they will buy it. But because they don't need it and the packaging is crazy and they value their money more than they value the thing that you're offering, you get mad when really it's your fault. And they should like unfriend you for expecting them to buy that garbage you're putting out. What you're really mad at is you're mad at the other 8 billion people in this world that won't buy your, 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 your crappy product, service, and you're not testing it, you're not putting it out there, you're not trying to improve it. You're just trying to give somebody something to have them buy it. We've got to start looking at how to improve. It's the only way we make money. we got to keep refining. When I'm having conversations with my entrepreneurial friends, we're not in a circle bragging about things that's working. Most of the conversation is not about bragging about things that are working. The whole conversation is about what's working for you. Oh, I struggle with that. Hey, can you plug me with that, with that system? Tell me more about that. Oh, I need to take that back to my team. Most of the stuff that I take back to my team is because I know there's something broken. And I'm asking people, okay, what's working for you? I'm not like arrogant enough to think that because I put out a plan, it should work. Your practice, your engaging of the market with your product or service should be increasingly productive. You have to measure the efforts. You have to measure, measure the effectiveness 
of your efforts. If you can spell the word effectiveness, put it in the chat. Measure the effectiveness of your efforts. Throw it in the chat. Measure the effectiveness of your efforts. Measure the effectiveness of your efforts. I don't want to have y'all putting something in the chat you can't spell. <laughs> hey, take this note too for your own, your own improvement. You and the product should be getting better. You and the product should be getting better. Okay. If you're all right, say I'm all right. I know, Dave, you're attacking me, and it's okay. It's okay. Y'all know I'm attacking you out of love, right? I love you. If you if you know I'm attacking you out of love, just say I love you too, because I love you. I love you. Okay? All right, next. Then let's just recap it, okay? So we have to have a product or service if we're going to make money. Would you agree? You guys agree with that, right? You have to have a product or service to make money. But you have to take that product or service and package it. You have to package the product or service. You have to take the package and practice. You have to engage the market. The practice should be increasingly productive, okay? Meaning you and the product should be better, right? Meaning you should be measuring the effectiveness of your efforts, okay? Next, the productivity of this practice should turn a profit. We have to focus on now the profit. So we might be locking it in, in terms of we understand how we get people to buy this stuff. Wow, people are buying. I'm working on my presentation. I'm working on my packaging. I'm working on how I deliver this to the market. I'm working on that stuff and the sales are coming in. But maybe not the profit. Making money is not the same as making money. Making money might say, yo, I made $30,000 this month. I made money. But after you look at the net, after you look at like after expenses, you realize, oh wow, I made 30,000, but I made 2,000. And Talking about what we talked about earlier, 2000 ain't no money. So you made money, but you ain't make no money. So we have to look at that. We have to look at that. You might dial it in to get people to buy. But now we have to start focusing on the profit of the thing that people buy. So we might have good packaging. Listen, I'm, I'm in the process right now. I'm building out a t-shirt brand for social proof. You guys are going to love it. Too. You guys are going to love this brand. I'm telling you, it is like, man. So it started out with like hats, t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, but the quality is amazing. However, the to get really, really good quality, it's expensive. So the profit margin on the product is not going to be as great as I believe it could be. But we gotta put it out. But simultaneously, in this process of building out this brand, we are searching overseas manufacturers 
who can provide the same quality. Like, I want to be able to pick up these two shirts of the ones I really love that are like already produced and I can pick from them like blanks and then my own creation. But I had to find an expert. So shouts out to uh, Osareem and Osose. Y'all can uh, y'all see me tagging them and stuff like that. Done by Sose, done by Sose or uh, Clothes Minded. They understand how to get the same quality as Gucci on our brand. Now it takes, they just understand different things like MGTs and weights and thread counts and cuts and all that kind of, it's, it's, it is a real science to it, right? But I need to get the same quality for cheaper though, because a business makes money based on the bottom line, not the top. So I got to get the same quality shirts for cheaper. This is the this the, the next step in this, right? Because I, I know I can make some sales, but if the profit margins ain't right. I made 2013, I want to say. 2013, I made a quarter of a million dollars, my most successful year yet, and I made 30,000. I brought in 250,000. I made 30,000. And not even just what I paid myself. I'm saying the business made 30,000 and I just took all the money from the business that it made. Like the profits, I took I took all the profits. I took every dollar in profit. Why? I ain't making no money. <laughs> I needed it to live and still be lit a little bit. You know what I mean? I had to I had to I mean, two, I, had, I had overhead. At this point, I had like three. I, I had two kiosks in the mall. And you know what comes with another kiosk? You know what two kiosks has? Like I have to, one, buy more product to fill them both. I have to double my staff. So it was crazy. We made a lot of money. Sound cool. You know what I got to say? You know what I got to say, which was really cool? I got to say... I'm running a six-figure business. <laughs> and listen, 2009 years ago, saying that then is a lot cooler than saying it now. But, but people still hold on to the fact that I made six figures. But it's simply because of what we talked earlier. You got to raise that zero. Like we got to figure out what ain't no money is. Once you understand that 100000 ain't no money, once you understand that $250,000 ain't no money, once you understand that gross ain't no money, I don't care how much the gross is, it ain't no money. But when we idolize $100,000, i am not i am not saying that shouldn't be a, 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 um, a, what's the word I'm looking for? A benchmark, kind of? Is that the word I'm looking for? A benchmark on the way to greater things a milestone yes thank you marlon's man smart i'm not saying it shouldn't be a milestone and when you get there you should celebrate but you got to understand that ain't no money not with inflation not with the price of things today not with all the desires that you want not with all the people that you want to help it just ain't no money right so we've got to focus on profit at this point here's the thing before we get to this step, I'm not 
having you focus on profit. You should, you should. I understand we read the book Profit First, but in my journey, that wasn't, I, I couldn't focus. It would have took me forever to like focus on profit. Sometimes you got to focus on like the product and evolving it and packaging and all that kind of stuff. And we, sometimes we, we start with the highest packaging because we want the best and we realize we got to scale back. But if we start low, we'd start to kill our profit moving forward. So productivity should turn a profit. And last thing, last thing, okay? We're going to wrap this thing up. Y'all ready for the last one? Say I'm ready. If you're ready for the last part of my presentation or my sermon today, just say I'm ready. Just say I'm ready. All right. This is how we make money. This is how to make money. And all month in the morning meetup, we're going to talk about how to make money. I hope you all are okay with that. All my evangelists and my my uh, my philanthropists and all that kind of stuff that you guys got going on here. Don't be offended. We're going to talk a lot about making money this month because I think it's a good conversation to have. Okay. Especially you can do more evangelism when you got some more money. You can like, you can do more philanthropy when you got some more money. The book talked about it today, right? It's not noble to be poor. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Based on your belief. It's cool. But here's the last one. Here's the last one. The profit should be deployed to reproduce without labor. Y'all all right? Okay. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I only got two minutes. The profit should be deployed to reproduce without labor. So there's a portion of my money, well, a lot of it, that I take out of my profits and I put it into an investment that can make me more money without, less, without effort. So this past Friday, so my friend called me, my friend called me on Tuesday and he said, hey, we're about to close on this property, this land that we're going to build and develop. I already got the plans. I already have all that. Like we already got a survey, but the people who are going to buy the land couldn't get the funding and the seller is not willing to wait until they get the funding. So I need you to buy this land. I need you to buy this land. It's worth it. It's valuable. It will, it's, it's worth more than we're selling it for. But I need you to buy this land. It's two lots, two lots in Atlanta that we're going to build it and develop it. He shows me the ARVs and all that kind of stuff. And he said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to buy the land. It's going to be $110,000. Um, we're going to need about six months to get all the plans, permits and all that kind of stuff to build this property on the land, on your land that you're going to buy. He said in six months, and we created an agreement in six months, I will buy this land from you for $125,000. Cause we're, we're already like invested in it and building it. But we needed somebody to secure it by Friday. So. This was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I bought the land for 110,000 cash. I'm going to hold up. I'm going to hold on to it. And in six months, that 110 will have made me $15,000. And they're going to give me 125. I just took some of the 
profits from my business and put it into something that's going to make me money without effort. Now, if they don't buy it in six months, then I'm just going to call Terrica and we're going to develop the land and we'll make more than that. But even still, like I'm not going to be the one developing it. I'm just going to take more of my profits and put it into the building of the thing that will make me money. Now, you might say, well, I don't have $110,000 to buy any land, and that's okay, but you need to put your money into something. Shouts out to Ian Dunlap. Shouts out to Walston Trapper. They understand what to put money into that is going to grow in value and then make money after, make money later. When you put money into Bitcoin at $20,000 and it grows to $30,000, you didn't have to do anything to make that happen. It's an investment. You take profits. That's, that is the only way to wealth. Okay? If every time you get a profit, you just keep the profit, you're just saving it, you're actually losing money. You're actually losing money. If you had $100 in your bank account five years ago, that $100 is worth less now. So the only way to make money, and here's the thing, you might look at these, these investments as, oh, it ain't no money, it ain't making no money. But I'd rather have a little bit of money making me money. I'd rather have money making me a little bit of money that I don't have to work for than a lot of money that I do have to work for. And eventually it will balance. You do this process long enough, eventually it balances out. And these little income streams that you don't have to work for start to grow and they snowball and it becomes a it, it becomes a solid income stream all right so reca recap and then i'm out of here okay i like to just recap if you're going to make some money you got to have a product or service if you agree say i agree if you agree say i agree you have to have a product or service and then you have to take that product or service and you have to package it if you agree say i agree that I can't just have a product and service that has to be packaged well. And then we have to take that package and practice. If you agree, say, I agree. I have to hit the market with it. I have to hit the streets with it. I have to practice my craft of selling it. I have to practice making sure my product is good. If you agree, say, I agree. Then you have to take that practice and that practice should be increasingly productive. If you agree, say, I agree. If you agree, say, I agree. Like the practice has to be increasingly productive. You have to, you have to be getting better at it. And then that practice should turn into productivity. We ain't just grinding no more. We have to turn it into a, uh, we have to take that productivity and turn it into a profit. It's good to make 100,000, but it's not cool to make 100,000 and not have any money. At the end, of, it has to turn into a profit. That productivity has to turn into a profit. And then that profit should be distributed and deployed to reproduce without labor. I love everything about y'all. This is going to be an amazing week. You're going to get increasingly wealthy because you're growing. And you're in the morning meetup. So you guys are in the right place at the right time. Uh, tentative mark on your calendar. Okay. October 27th, 28th. Just put it in tentative uh, calendar mark. Okay. We should be signing the agreement this week and then I'll full-fledged promote it. I love you guys. This month we're talking about making money. So be prepared to make money. Bren. I'm out of here, fam. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? 
Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.